Hello. Welcome to Some Pros in a Poem, the podcast where I talk about things that are on my mind and I sprinkle in a little prose and a poem or two. So welcome back for my subscribers. If you're new here, then welcome. Welcome to, to the community of Some Pros in a Poem. My name is Pamela, and today I'll be talking about the sacred and the wild. And I think I'll make this podcast topic, the sacred and the wild. I think as we're in July, um, that we are, in my opinion, still kind of stuck in dichotomous thinking, like binary thinking with everything. Black, white, Democrat, Republican, there's just lots of binary um, divisiveness. Uh, and some of it I understand, some of it has been systematic for decades and we have to work within these systems to affect a modicum of small change, if at all. And, you know, so I've just been thinking about this idea, this juxtaposition of the sacred and the wild, divinity and humanity, which can also coexist together. So all of these things coexist. And they have to, for us to feel, to experience, to enjoy, to be angered by, to have the full experience on earth, on this earthly plane. And so today that's what I'm talking about. Um, this paradox of the sacred and the wild, divinity and humanity. And I'd like to start off by reading a poem by Wendell Berry called The Peace of Wild Things. And this is a poem about peace, but peace is in the title and wild is in the title. And I like poetry by Wendell Berry. So here we go. The Peace of Wild Things. When despair for the world grows in me and I wake in the night at the least sound in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be. I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water and the great heron feels. I come into the peace, the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water and I feel above me the day blind stars waiting with their light. For a time, I rest in the grace of the world and I am free. So that kind of, that poem kind of reminds me of the spirituality of things that are around us. So finding this divinity in humanity, finding the sacredness in the wild, in the wilderness, in nature. I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water and the great heron feeds. 
I come into the peace of wild things. So coming into the peace of wild things. And how can we do this as it relates to modern spirituality? I feel like there's been a whole lot of co-opting, which many thought might shift or change after COVID, after three years of COVID, after three years of the racial upheaval, many people thought that things wouldn't go back to the way that they were. And they haven't all gone back to the way that they were, but the way that we work and move and rest and play and step into our joy is, you know, unless we made a conscious effort to be different, things are pushing us back to the same thing. And that's how you know you're not free. <laughs> if you can't be in this space on this earthly plane and step into that power fully, you know, we're not experiencing full freedom. So I love this idea of the peace of wild things as it relates to modern spirituality with its narrative of just do the inner work. What does that mean? How, and how many of us have said that in the, in the wellness space? Just vibrate higher. Just do it. Let's get ready for this spiritual ascension. Just do it. Let's prepare for the astral projection. Just do it, right? All of this talk about just, all of this talk about just doing it. <clears throat> and half the time, we don't know what any of that is. Because we haven't fully experienced um, our soul selves in nature, on the earth. So, this, in my opinion, that kind of language, that narrative in that context is escapism, is avoidance, is one, running away from your mess, is really, you know, pointing the finger at somebody. And there's a saying that says, if you're pointing a finger at someone, you have three pointing back at you. This is spiritual bypassing. Just do it. Just do the inner work. Are you doing the inner work? And what does that look like for you? You know what I'm saying? Do you have the support of community, of collective care around you? Or are you escaping? Are you avoiding? Are you running away from your mess? With this idealized version of what sacredness is, of, of spirituality is. So to give context for folks who may not know what spiritual bypassing is, the definition is hiding behind spirituality or spiritual practices, passivity, sidestepping emotional and mental issues or challenges, not addressing psychological wounds that have been inflicted upon family and friends, not addressing those fully, dismissing someone's boundaries, if somebody has told you no, I mean, because again, I think communication is key. If you don't know the boundaries have been set, 
then it's hard to adhere by them. But often people are telling you the boundaries have been set because I said no, or I'm not going to do that right now. So dismissing someone's boundaries, not allowing others to express or share how they feel about a particular event or situation, right? So I want to go back to reading this poem again with that understanding of, you know, spiritual bypassing. What does that really mean, right? And in reading the poem, I want to introduce you all to something I'm thinking about doing for my paid subscribers, but I'm actually going to try it here. I mean, you know, and you can let me know if this is something that you'd be interested in. Um, I've already started offering meditations for my paid subscribers. And I have meditations on Insight Timer and a few other apps. I feel like here on Substack, I can control that a little bit more. So as we talk about this dichotomous nature of divinity and humanity, of the sacred and the wild, I want to introduce you to poetry in motion. And I have an acronym for motion, meditate, observe, target, inquire, open, and nourish. And I've been trying to, for these past few months, figure out how can I wrap in something I love, poetry, with something else that I love, meditation, poetry and meditation, but poetry in motion, get it? Um, there's a song, it blinded me with science, that's going to come to me. Somebody will put in the comments, she blinded me with science. She's poetry in motion. But he got that from somewhere else. Anyway, meditate. So we'll take time to meditate on the words. Observe witnessing something, perhaps your emotions, your thoughts. Target focusing on something. Perhaps that's the breath or candle. Inquire. Be curious about what's coming up. Be open, create space for something, nurture and tend to what lands with the nourish, okay? So I'll start by reading the poem again, and maybe the piece of Wild Things by Wendell Berry will land differently in your heart, in your mind, in the muscles, in the fascia, in your spirit, just allowing the words to wash over you. If you'd like, before we do this poetry emotion practice, you can find a comfortable seat. You know, I'm seated in a chair. It's fine to be seated in a chair. I'm going to make sure that this isn't too long and that you can actually have this practice and allow these words to resonate. So if it's there for you today, softly close your eyes and try to relax your body, perhaps noticing if your brows are furrowed, if you're you know, clenching your jaw. And as you exhale the breath out, soften the jaw. Soften that space between the eyebrows, drop the shoulders away from your ears. Noticing where your feet are planted on the earth. Allowing these words to wash over you. The peace of wild things. 
when despair for the world grows in me. And I wake in the night at the least sound in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be. I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water and I feel above me the day blind stars waiting with their light. For a time I rest in the grace of the world and I am free. For a time I rest in the grace of the world and I am free. Taking these next few moments to allow these words to sink in deeply or to hover peripherally. Taking a moment to notice, to witness any emotions, thoughts, or beliefs around those words. Observing these sensations. Then targeting the breath. Allowing yourself to focus on the breath in its totality, the inhales, the exhales, the spaces in between. Noticing if the brush, breath is hurried or rushed. Or is there a softness to the breath? A relaxed cadence to it?
I'm taking this next moment to inquire, to be curious about the words of the poem. To be curious about how they are landing in your body, how they are affecting your breath, how they're affecting your thoughts and emotions and even beliefs. Noticing if this is bumping up against any edges, any challenges you may have. And create for yourself an open space, opening up to possibility here. So as you are curious about these edges and you be open to creating space for them, And through this open space, can you nurture yourself? Can you attend to this newly open space, this curiosity, the observed emotions, thoughts, beliefs? From that, can you pull something that has surfaced to nourish yourself, to nurture yourself here? Can you take a deep breath in through the nose and out the nose, gently opening your eyes and returning to the space. So that was a shorter version of um, Poetry in Motion. And we used Wendell Berry's poem for that. So if you like it, let me know in the comments. Um, let me know how I'm doing with these podcasts. Um, I'm trying something really new here um, for me. And I think I'm getting better. I like talking and getting feedback from you all. So yeah, feel free to share. And please share my page with someone who you might think would benefit from it share far and wide. I thank you all. 
for your support today. And thank you for listening. Be blessed. <laughs>